Welcome in. It is time for the Player Spotlight here with Bob David Moore on 710 ESPN Seattle, a first-time guest sitting in front of us. He's, he's in the war room, as he called it. Fullback Nick Ballore is with us. How are you, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Is this room everything you thought it would be and more? Uh, yeah, it exceeded my expectations. This is pretty uh, impressive, right? Absolutely amazing. Pretty yes. impressive little <laughs> yeah. closet we got it's here. It's actually the Cortez Kennedy studio. Really? I think yeah, they called it a suite, it. don't yeah. they? So I'll be careful what I say about it then. <laughs> yeah, this but, is hallowed in here. Yeah, this is very nice. Hey, it's a uh, it, it's been a interesting season. I don't I don't know how much you pay attention to what people write or what they say or anything, but you're a six and two team. But there seems to be a tremendous cloud of worry surrounding this team. Do you guys sense that or read that or are you in touch with all the social media and everything? Uh, not really. I try to uh, stay away from that. I know some of the younger. I feel like the. Uh, the old angry guy on the team now being 30 years old oh, I'm kind yeah. of, uh, in the uh, stay off my lawn stage of my career. <laughs> I think so I uh, am separating myself a little bit from social media a little bit. I'm still on there, but uh, you know, we have, we're busy enough here and we have enough to worry about with the week to week opponents than to worry about uh, you know, what people might think about what's happening. Uh, but all the guys in here know what we have to do to get stuff done. And I think that's always been our mission. So what made you want to go over to the dark side? You were a linebacker, a perfectly good linebacker, and you decided to go over and play fullback on offense. How did that how'd that happen? You know, I, I think I've always, uh, you know, I think you saw it a little bit uh, in the Cleveland game. Obviously, I'm a dynamic player with the ball in my hands, so uh, I think coaches finally wised up to that and moved me over. But um, really, it's... Um, I've always been, you know, kind of trying to kind of fight to keep my way in the league. And uh, that was something that was brought up to me when I was in uh, Detroit uh, about kind of making the transition. We had had a fullback, got rid of them. And uh, then I kind of did goal line duties and it kind of expanded from there. So um, I'm really all for whatever I can do to, you know, help us win. And uh, it's exciting for me to be a part of a a team that's, uh, you know, done quite well here. So did did a coach bring that up to you? Was an agent? Was it just you to decide to extend? I mean, because it's very smart. I mean, it's kind of like uh, somebody told me at the end of my career I should have learned how to long snap. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a wise move if it's going to keep you in the league. Yeah, yeah, I think it's you know worked out well. I enjoy doing it, and uh, you know, I'm always I'd like to think I could go in and play linebacker if I needed sure. to, but. Um, it kind of all started uh, a little bit with a lie on my part. I said I played running back in high school, which coaches will usually believe anything because most of us were pretty accomplished high school players. But yeah. I played offensive line. Uh, but I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I rushed for 3,000 yards. <laughs> and the next week, the running back coach asked me if I wanted to get a couple of reps of that. So yeah. uh, it worked out, and I kind of uh, faked it till I made it. And you know, 3,000 yards, man. You weren't playing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I really went for the a bold I was going to say, <laughs> if you're going to lie, lie big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to say, you know, 1,200 or something. They'd be like, ah, you know, maybe. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it worked out well. I kind of, uh, you know, fooled my way in and. Kept nice. it going. So, nice. well, what was it like growing up? I mean, it seems like a cool place, Whitefish Bay. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as rural and as you may picture it in your head. It's uh, uh, about ten minutes north of Milwaukee. Uh, we're on Lake Michigan. Um, you know, it's uh, a lot of snow. A lot. There's no cows there, uh, but you know, <laughs> against popular belief, uh, we're cowless in that uh, county of Wisconsin. So. Uh, no, it's a great place to grow up. Uh, you know, uh, John Snyder's from Wisconsin as well, so we share that little bond, and have always talked about that because 
I know uh, I've heard people freak out here about snow and uh, they don't know what it's, it's because really all the like. hills. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Lot of hills, yeah. yeah. I imagine that makes it rougher, but it's uh, you know it's. I like the more temperate weather out here. Yeah. You know, on Wikipedia, you're you're among the notable people from Whitefish Bay, yep. and also Ed Hockley. Were you aware of that? I actually did not know that. No. Ed Hockley's from Whitefish Bay too. Recently yeah. retired. Huh. Bicep ref. Yeah, I didn't. That that is. Uh, you know, I'd like to think I. He does have better biceps than me, which no. is, you know, a bummer. <laughs> he has the second biggest biceps. Uh, yeah. You should make sure if you see him, you make sure he knows that. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell him that. I saw him walking through a hotel one time, uh, and he was coming out of the gym, and he had, like, a tight shirt on with the gun showing. So it's not, like, just his referee shirt. It's all the It's time. all of his – it's his whole wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, he's known for it, so you got to keep pumping those things up, I yeah. guess. Hey, what would you like better? Would it be more fun for you to score a touchdown running the ball or just laying a big hit as a linebacker on a guy? coming across the middle uh scoring is a, a lot more fun i think uh it's always nice uh you still get the physicality with fullback but um you know being able to score a touchdown is great and um really well just, you did it with the lions right yeah yeah well yeah i, I actually did so it's um <laughs> i like you know. so you have like every category covered here you got fumble recoveries an interception a touchdown and you got a sack. Yeah, I've got a pretty bizarre career path and and stat wise. So maybe I'll you know set a record for some kind of odd you know hole in the wall <laughs> stat at the end of my career. I can look yeah. back. Um, but yeah, it has been fun. You know, I got to catch a couple footballs and uh, you know play defense and kind of done a little bit of everything. Does it feel like the fullbacks starting to come back? It felt like yeah. it was being completely phased out. Nobody had fullbacks, and now you're starting to see it again. Do you get a sense it's Making a, a comeback? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think it all kind of stems from, you know, most successful teams, the basis of everything is running the ball. And no matter how you do that, we obviously have a million different ways to do it. And, um, you know, see, you see teams across the league implementing that more. And I think it's uh, it's proven to be pretty beneficial. So teams use it when they can here and there. And I think it's a nice change up because you don't see it that often. Yeah, it's like they're bringing old school football back. And actually, I went through and looked at by my count, 18 teams have fullbacks now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always used to joke about this, you know, the middle linebackers never went and met at, why did the the quarterbacks always go meet? You should start now going and visiting with the other fullback because you're, you're a very rare breed. Yeah, yeah. I, I always I always make fun of it because I'm like, you don't know that guy. And they just, for whatever reason, feel the need to talk to each other <laughs> after the game, which yeah. I, I, uh, I don't have. Uh, but, yeah, if they have another fullback, there's that uh, – you know, we we have nod. Yeah, we, it's a it's a subtle <laughs> nod, and yeah. you know, we know that it's uh, an elite brotherhood. Yeah. So it sounds like you also think it's silly that the quarterbacks just automatically go and talk to each other, or anybody really. I, I'm pretty. I always have, um, no matter where I am, a bunch of family at the game, and I'm usually just trying to go back and see them. And yeah. uh, you know, if there's a couple random guys that I've played with. Uh, I'll go say hi, but I'm usually booking it out of there. But guys really like talking after the game. I'm not really into that. See, look, he, All is, right. he is a get so off my lawn guy. We always, yeah, yeah, yeah. we always talk about this. How you know? I liked it all a lot better when we all hated each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, that's your opponent out there. Yeah. And now there's guys switching uniforms, trading like numbers and stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big jersey swap guy. I I always joke with my buddies about doing it, but they. Yeah. Uh, haven't done it yet. Don't think I'll do it. I usually don't stay out on the field long enough to get asked. So yeah. I love you for that, Nick. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really I, it's do. not a very it's not a very popular opinion. Uh, I would no. guess in the locker room, but you know I don't care. I'm 
obviously in that stage of my, my <laughs> the old man stage. Grumpy. My career. I like that. at thirty, he's the old man. Yeah. Grumpy, yeah. Hey, do you ever talk to Schottenheimer and say, "Hey, hey, Brian, uh, you know, I know we have Carson and Penny and Prosize, but can I get a carry every now and then?" Yeah, yeah, he does. I, I do say that, and he, uh, as he should, ignores me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's always funny because he was the offensive coordinator in New York when I was a rookie, so it, it was funny coming back here and visiting with him, and just the fact that I was. A, uh, undrafted linebacker when he was the offensive coordinator in New York and nine years later you know we were talking about me playing offense it's just kind of an odd uh turn of events I think so yeah. where, do, where do you live in the off season I live in uh Chicago do you yeah it's kind of uh equidistant between my parents and my wife's parents so it's uh where where I lived out there for five years I loved it I, I'm pretty much downtown so okay. by the water tower there and uh I lived so, in Roscoe Village okay yeah, yeah. And it was Belmont and Damon Okay, yeah. I'm uh, so, right off of State Street, so. See, but they handle snow there. The second the snow hits the streets, the plows are out, they're salting the roads, and it's incredibly flat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there they are, got it yesterday, I think, that it snowed all over the There are the no there. hills. There no, are no, no. <laughs> there, There's not even a bump in Chicago. No, That's why people flip out here, because of all the hills and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah there's lots of hills, and it doesn't snow that much here. You caught a pass from Tim <clears throat> Tebow? Yep. Was, or is yep. that a Wikipedia falsehood? No, no I, yeah. Was it a spiral? Or yeah. was it, a, <laughs> it, it was a, it was a tight spiral. Head. It gets a little weird because he's a lefty, so it always comes off a little weird. And, yeah. you know, it was, I think, probably my first time, well, definitely my first time catching a ball in a game. So I was obviously terrified. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, Tim Tebow. That's another weird stat that I've Yeah, you got some got, great things, yeah. Matt. You had 51 straight starts in college. That's amazing. Uh, what kind of guy was uh, was Tebow? A great guy, great teammate, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a little crazy on the team, just all the media attention and everything. But he, uh, you know, he always handled it well and was a good good guy to play with. Well, Nick, we could talk to you all day, but we're being told we got to let you go. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, that's my uh, agent calling in. I got to keep doing this. Other interview <laughs> commitments. I got, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. You got kids or a dog or anything? Uh, just a dog. Uh, I have a husky, so everyone thinks she's the uh, mascot of the university over here. So. I'm uh, adopting the University of Washington as my team because everyone says go Huskies to me every time I'm walking around. So. What's, her, what's her name? Uh, Maya. Maya. Yeah. How old? She's uh, almost 10 now. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He, he also has a wife, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Congratulations. My wife, Rachel. Thank you. How yep. long have you been yep. married? Uh, we're getting close to three years now. So nice. yeah. I don't think he'd like us fawning over his wife so we can fawn over his Yeah, dog. yeah. The no dog fawning. is fine. I'm just like, <laughs> no fawning. No, that's true. Yeah. No wife fawning. Yeah, we're not going to be dog. show us pictures of your wife. Hey, I was okay, not going to fawn. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that uh, it's it might be a, a more important part of his life. <laughs> yes, 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 it is. <laughs> Jim and I had fawn over the dog. That's yeah. how we do it. Yeah. Hey, it's fun talking to you, man. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it, and we wish you the best this weekend. Thank you. Thanks for having me.